0: May Allah's blessings and mercy be upon us. We thank Allah, we believe in him, we ask for his help, we seek refuge in him from the evils of our actions. Dear brothers and sisters, our Prophet had made a peace agreement with the people of Bahrain and sent an envoy there. After a while, the envoy returned to Medina with a large amount of goods. Companions began to gather around the envoy and the goods he brought with with curiosity. As the Prophet came out of the masjid, he saw the situation, smiled and said, Rejoice and hope for what will please you. By Allah, I am, I am not afraid of your poverty, but I am afraid that you will lead a life of luxury as past nations did, whereupon you will compete with each other for it as they competed for it, and it will destroy you as it destroyed them. This warning that our Prophet ﷺ gave to his companions actually points to one of the greatest weaknesses of human being, worldliness, desire for worldly things. It is such a danger that when it turns into a lifestyle and a character, it has the potential to lead people to spiritual distraction and perishment. For this reason, the Prophet felt the need to give the warning without delay to his companions. Indeed, one's divine salvation or destruction is closely related to his attitude towards the worldly things. There is an inverse proportion between worldliness and spiritual maturation or true piety. When one of these two outweighs significantly in our lives, or when the elements begin to be determined in our choices, naturally the other, that is spiritual values, begin to lose its meaning and influence in our thoughts and behaviors. The reasonable and necessary level of interest and concern that we show to the world we live in or benefiting from the blessings given to us is not what we mean by worldliness. Because the world is valuable as a place where God's attributes are manifested and His magnificent art is exhibited. This world is a place of testing, a place that must always be built, protected, beautified by the hand of the Caliph, the human being. All that belongs to the world, when their proper relationship with the Creator is established, when they are contemplated on and treated in the right way, for the believer, they become tools leading him to the true path. In this respect, the world is not evil. However, The undesirable approach is to disrupt the balance of this world and the afterlife in favor of this world by making the blessings and pleasure the absolute goal. The biggest obstacle to a person's deep contemplation of both the universe and his own existence and thus his spiritual progress is his excessive greed for material things when the worldly concerns dominate people, human being creates false sacredness other than what God determined. This false sacredness surrounds a person's entire being, hinders a person's relationship with God and prevents him from seeing the truth and the right path. In this case, Man is left without a qibla, without a compass, and all alone. In the end, matter triumphs over spirit. Let us not forget that to prefer this life to the next one is not a problem specific to our own time. It is a means of testing for humankind that has existed throughout history and will continue to exist until the end of time when we look at the humanist when we look at human history the fate of many people who were slaves to worldly pleasures is clearly visible to us many arrogant people who became symbols of worldliness with their wealth rank and position were destroyed their wealth and rank couldn't save them qarun from the tribe of the Prophet Musa was a man of financial power and fame. He was being unfair to his people based on this power he had. He boasted of his knowledge and wealth. His arrogance and pride which he sanctified had led him away from the true path from his Lord. His people gave him this advice. In Allaha, la you had bul ferry ain. ma a turk a dar al erhirah. Weller tansen a sea the camin at dunia. Where kama asana law who ilake. Weller tabril facade fill herb. In no law, la you had bul mufsidin. Don't be prideful. Indeed, Allah doesn't like the prideful. Rather, Seek the reward of the hereafter by means of what Allah has granted you without forgetting your share of this world. And be good to others as Allah has been good to you. Don't seek to to spread corruption in the land, for Allah certainly doesn't like to corrupt us. Because Cain had prioritized worldly things he offered the poorest of his wealth to God as a sacrifice. He considered his wealth more valuable than God's pleasure. The tribes of Ad and Thamud relied on their worldly power, their houses, gardens, and prosperous lives, and forgot about Allah and afterlife. The Prophet Shuayb's people cheated on measures and became rebellious following their whims and desires in their economic and social lives. The non-believers in the time of our Prophet turned a deaf ear to his call because they had become worldly in a similar way. The common disease we see in all these examples is arrogance and seeing oneself as sufficient. Worldliness generally emerges in the form of arrogance, self-sufficiency, unlimited consumption, mischief, unfair sharing and exploitation. Worldliness brings ingratitude towards blessings because there is no longer any need for an authority to be grateful to. In this case, blessings are no longer a trust. Every kind of disposal over them is legitimate. All these destructive tendencies and actions symbolized in the person of Qarun and people like him become the most important determinants of lifestyles of people who prioritize this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala often warns us about the attractiveness and temporary nature of this worldly life. This worldly life is no more than play and amusement, but the hereafter is indeed the real life, if only they knew. In the eyes of the true believer, the world is not an area where a struggle for freedom is waged against the creator. He tries not to forget that the worldly blessings he has are a means to attain divine salvation and to spend what he has for the sake of Allah He stays away from attachment to low desires and worldly pleasures by remembering his Lord frequently and doing good and trying to avoid evil. On the other hand, the man who accepts that the human ego is above everything else and who replaces himself with God, avoids facing the spiritual questions that it has to contemplate and find answers to. What the pleasures are the highest ideal for him? This has been the case throughout history. Human history is essentially the history of those who achieved the balance between the world and the afterlife, and those who failed to achieve this. For example, in the face of Barun's spoiled and arrogant attitude, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us two two types of people as examples. On the one hand, those who prefer this word word by following in his footsteps and on the other hand those who know their Lord and have knowledge and wisdom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says قَالَ الَّذِينَ (laughs) يُرِيدُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا يَا لَيْتَ لَنَا مِثْلَ مَا أُوْتِيَقَارُوا إِنَّهُ لَذُو حَظٍ عَظِيمٌ وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ أُوْتُوا الْعِلْمَ وَيْلَكُمْ ثَوَابُ اللَّهِ لِّمَنْ آمَنَ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَلَا يُلَقَّاهَا Those who desired the life of this world wished if only we could have something like what Qarun has been given. He is truly a man of great fortune. But those gifted with knowledge said, shame on you. Allah's reward is far better for those who believe and do good. But none will attain this except the the steadfast. Of course, people of reason who know their Lord and are aware of, of their servitude are not equal as those who lack this consciousness are ungrateful and consider themselves sufficient. A person who becomes worldly begins to lose the faculties that are required by his nature, such as gratitude, appreciation, contemplation, and taking refuge in an absolute power, disrupts the integrity of body, spirit, and moves further and further away from the goal of being a perfect human being. What is disappointing for a servant is to forget his Lord, the most holy. The recompense for forgetting Allah is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes them forget themselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and don't be like those who forgot Allah, So he made them forget themselves. It is they who are truly rebellious. As his consciousness of servitude and spiritual dimension degenerate, his awareness of being fully human also weakens. He can no longer comprehend the purpose of his existence and becomes estranged from his spiritual dimension. What needs to be done against all these negatives brought about by worldliness, is to raise the consciousness of servitude to the highest level and maintain it. For that purpose, we must refer to the concepts and principles of the Quran and truly absorb them. Concepts with the depth of meaning, such as piety, contentment, Tranquility, gratitude, infaq, dhikr, humility, justice, mercy, self-purification are the basic values that will direct our mind and soul from matter to spirit and return us to ourselves. The way to transform wastefulness into mindful spending, greed into content, and anxiety into tranquility is to establish balance between this world and the hereafter and to invest in both of them as they deserve then let us not forget that the life in this world is only as short as a blank of an eye let us care about this worldly life but not make it our ultimate goal let us get prepared for the eternal life in the hereafter. Let us seek the pleasure, the pleasure of our Lord, not the satisfaction of worldly desires in all our thoughts and behaviors. Let us not forget that with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is finest destination. Wallahu indahu husnul Ala inna al-kalami wa كلام الله الملك العزيز العلام كما قال الله تبارك وتعالى في الكلام واذا قرئ القران فاستمعوا له وانصتوا لعلكم ترحمون